Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 316. We're looking at Acts chapter 25, verses 23 through 27. Let's read our passage. So the next day, Agrippa and Bernice came with great pomp and entered the auditorium with the military commanders and prominent men of the city. When Festus gave the command, Paul was brought in. Then Festus said, King Agrippa and all men present with us, you see this man. The whole Jewish community has appealed to me concerning him, both in Jerusalem and here, shouting that he should not live any longer. I found that he had not done anything deserving of death, but when he himself appealed to the emperor, I decided to send him. I have nothing definite to write to my lord about him, therefore I have brought him before all of you especially before you, King Agrippa, so that after this examination is over, I may have something to write. For it seems unreasonable to me to send a prisoner without indicating the charges against him. Well, Paul's in Caesarea. He had come to Jerusalem to bring the gift and was advised by the leaders of the church to go to the temple to participate in a ceremony to show that he was a faithful Jew while he was at the temple. People accused him of defiling the temple, bringing Gentiles into the temple. They were going to beat him to death, but the Roman commander interceded. The Roman commander could never get a straight answer what was really going on and found there was going to be a plot against Paul's life, so he sent him to Caesarea, to the headquarters of the Roman governor. The governor at that time was Felix. Felix held a trial but never made a decision and kept Paul there as a prisoner for two years. Then when Felix was replaced by Festus, the Jewish leaders approached Festus and asked for Paul to be turned over to them. He held a hearing in Caesarea and determined that there wasn't really anything going on. And so he asked Paul if if he could uh, try him basically in Jerusalem where there would be more facts available. Paul declined and said, no, I appeal to Caesar. So Festus is in this mess now. He's got Paul, a Roman citizen, who has made an appeal to Caesar. And as a Roman citizen, he has that right. So Festus must send him to Rome. But the trouble is, he doesn't have charges against he, he's not actually been charged with anything other than these accusations the Jewish leaders have been bringing which governor finds fairly senseless and so he's looking for something to well something to write to send to the emperor so verse 23 so the next day Agrippa and Bernice came with great pomp and entered the auditorium with the military commanders and prominent men of the city So Agrippa and Bernice, uh, their brother and sister, he is the king of uh, an area a little bit to the north of Judea, and he is uh, referred to some people as the king of the Jews. He has actually the authority to appoint the high priest for the Jewish people, and he's very knowledgeable about Jewish things. And he and his sister Bernice were there to pay their respects to the new governor because Festus is still brand new. He's only been there a matter of days. And all this now is 
popping up. And so he's actually happy that Agrippa has come because Agrippa understands Jewish things. He told Agrippa about the issue and Agrippa said, well, I'd like to hear him. So the next day they have this great ceremony, a lot of pomp. Luke points out there's great pomp because he is the king, the king of the northern area. He doesn't outrank the governor, but uh, he is an important person. And so they uh, convene in this auditorium with King Agrippa and Bernice. Festus is there. It says there's military commanders. There's probably five legions of Roman soldiers there, a thousand soldiers per legion. So there would be five legion commanders, assuming it's, they are the military commanders. Really don't know who, but several high-ranking military commanders, and prominent men of the city. So important people in Caesarea. Now, it doesn't mention that any of them are Jewish. Probably not. But we have a a lot of very influential people here. And so this is another example of the opportunities Paul has to present the gospel to important people. So we have this great this, this crowd of influential people here. When Festus gave the command, Paul was brought in. Verse 24, Then Festus said, King Agrippa and all men present with us, you see this man? The whole Jewish community has appealed to me concerning him, both in Jerusalem and here, shouting that he should not live any longer. What is the language here? Uh, I would say, no, there's nobody here is Jewish. There uh, there are no Jewish people as leading people of the city of Caesarea. And he says it's the whole Jewish community. Now, it's really the leaders of the Jewish community, both in Jerusalem and in Caesarea. And they are all desiring the death of Paul. Verse 25, I found he had not done anything deserving of death. But... When he himself appealed to the emperor, I decided to send him. Notice how he's deflecting any responsibility for this from himself and from his predecessor. They both had the authority to just release him and say, no, there's nothing here, but they don't want trouble with the Jewish leaders. They are the governor of Judea a Jewish territory, and they've got to have good relationships with the Jewish leaders. And so that's where they're afraid to do the right thing and just release Paul and say, no, what you're saying is nonsense. No, Paul, you're free to go. But they don't. So now the governor, Festus, has actually painted himself into this corner because rather than just after hearing the the testimony of the Jewish leaders, rather than just saying, no, Paul's innocent, it's all over, he tried to get Paul to buy into going back to Jerusalem and having a trial there. Well, Paul sees this, that he's already making allowances to grant favors to the Jewish leaders. He gets back to Jerusalem, he's grant another favor, say, okay, well, I don't see anything, but you guys try him yourself under your law, in which case he's dead. So I found nothing of him deserving death, but he appealed to the emperor. Gosh, what am I going to do? Well, he's the one that brought all that about. Verse 26, I have nothing definite to write to my Lord about him. 
Therefore I brought him before you all, especially before you, King Agrippa, so that after this examination is over, I may have something to write. Yes, and he really doesn't have anything to write. I have this guy who's accused of some crazy things which are untrue and unimportant, so I'm sending him to Rome to be tried by the emperor. That doesn't make sense. He, he can't say that. So I, I have nothing to write. He says, to my lord. Well, he's referring there to the emperor. And it's often a title given to the emperor is the lord. It's a title of divinity even. And so I've brought him before you guys, you leading people of Caesarea, you military commanders, and especially King Agrippa, because you know stuff about Jewish things. He says, so after this examination is over. Now, exam it's just that. It's a term basically means unofficial proceedings. This is not a trial. This is not an official legal proceeding. It's not illegal, but it is not, not a trial. He's just there to gather information and have Agrippa assist him in gathering the information necessary to write a letter to the emperor. Verse 27, so, for it seems unreasonable to me to send a prisoner without indicating the charges against him. Well, I think it seems unreasonable to all of us to send a prisoner without explanation of the charges. That's the problem he has, because there are no legitimate charges, and he knows that. And now, since Paul has appealed, he feels that he's caught in a trap that he can't get out of, because based on the appeal, he has to send him to Caesar. Now, I don't understand Roman law, but it still seems to me that he could release Paul and say, okay, all charges dropped, you're free to go. But he still had to then have to deal with the Jewish leaders. So Paul's here. He's now appearing before Festus again, appearing before King Agrippa and Bernice, and appearing before the military commanders and leading men of the city. And as usual in these situations, Paul is going to present the gospel. So thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.